1: Al, you know how uh, I like to write down people's names that I meet throughout the community that yeah. uh, are, are listening to our show and everything. Mm-hmm. Met somebody yesterday. Very quickly, shout out to Jim at the uh, San Clemente Municipal Golf Course in the uh, in the pro shop yesterday. I'm walking in. I get a little, hey. Uh, uh, it's like, awesome. Listen to the Travis Lee Show. So, Jim, thank you very much. Appreciate thank you. Thank you for listening, brother. Always, always get a kick out of that. Because, I don't know, it's only been 30 years and I'm still like, what, really? You listen? Awesome. I'm get, with you. No, there is. It's, there's it's, a, it's terrific. Got a few rounds in yesterday. I got six holes in. It oh, it was it was nice. We we did a little super twi, uh, and it was beautiful yesterday. Mm. So Bobby and I go play. My son Bobby and I go. We tee off like 4.30, and it's chamber of commerce weather. It's perfect. Fast forward an hour, it's like 28 degrees below well, said, zero yeah, and cloudy. Yeah. <laughs> it got so gray and cold, so we're like, yeah, we're out of here. And it got dark.
0: When, when, how far are we from daylight savings? Is coming it's coming up. It's next weekend. Okay, next weekend. I, I have know. a little event
1: going on next weekend that I know everything that's taking place between oh, yeah, you do. Thursday and Sunday of next week you and Saturday night.
0: Yeah. You got it. Great. By the way, I, I, I don't know what it is about this year. I've been waiting. I don't know daylight savings and getting that extra hour. I've been waiting for this. like The last two months, I'm like, what, what day is it? What day? How many more days do we have left? I've never really felt that way. I don't know what this extra hour of just starting to get that sunlight again.
1: I, this is the first time in my life- I never adjusted. I never, like when in the fall, when we fall back, I'm like this, I don't know if it's seasonal affective disorder or it's been rainy and gray or whatever. I still think it's now, I'm sure I'll probably adjust tomorrow and then next week, it'll throw me off for a little bit of time. Uh, let's start with this. The NFLPA does a player survey and they ask the players about their opinion of just about everything there is. In a football team, with the head coach, training staff, nutrition, weight room, locker room facilities, treatment of families, uh, you know, j- just about anything that you can think their of. Their owner, their owner ownership, yeah, just travel, uh, hotels, mm-hmm. like whatever there is. Espresso that they machines. Expe- expe- yes, mm-hmm. like they 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 literally talk about cafeterias mm-hmm. and food, dieticians, yeah. all of this kind of stuff, and. Some teams scored high, some teams scored low, and it's kind of about what you would think, but none of it really matters because doesn't always
2: equate to success.
1: The Chiefs finished thirty first; they seem like they're doing okay. They got to figure it out. (laughs) Their coach and their quarterback is good. Rams kind of finish in the middle of the pack. They got the coach and the quarterback; they're in pretty good shape, right? Who who had
0: the? Do you remember off top of who had the best? Miami. Miami had the best. Miami
1: had the best. So Miami was number one. Jacksonville was in the top five. Mm -hmm. Um, It it doesn't really correlate to success. It it doesn't make much. Some of the complaints were gross. Bugs in the shower in Tampa. Yeah. Mold in the shower and in the sauna. Mildew in the sauna in Tampa. Hmm. Pretty gross. Okay. The (laughs) most... the most upsetting one disturbing gross whatever you want to call it the atlanta falcons players were displeased because and keep in mind let's let's just do some numbers here real quick there's roughly concluding practice squad who are in the facility and doing you're talking about roughly 60 or so players then you're probably talking at least half as many staff probably yeah. more so we're we're getting six, upwards of 100 people and 60
0: or so nfl players yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Big guys. Some of Big them. Guys. Yes. Some of them By the you way, know, some
2: diets that include a lot of red meat. 330, 350. They're working out.
0: Yeah. Eating a lot of stuff.
2: Yep. Yeah. A
1: lot of protein shakes. The Atlanta Falcons players complaints not enough toilets and poor ventilation. Ooh. Tell you you're not gonna have that <laughs> issue with Bomber and in the Intuit Dome.
0: Bathroom's no, 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 everywhere. Not in the stadium. What? This
1: is at I the facility. This is just their personal use. Like, yeah. I get it. You go to a, a, a sporting event. You got to stand in line to use the bathroom. that's just, the, you know, there's 30,000 people there. You're going to have to wait a minute. I get it. Oh. They don't have enough places to go to the bathroom. And when they do, it's poorly ventilated. That's this not is good. this. They the Roger Goodell could become a, a champion to everybody if he just said, "You know what? I'm here. We're gonna fix this toilet thing for the Atlanta Falcons. This will not stand. We're gonna make sure that industrial fans are implanted inside the facility. Why? Why
0: is this something that you can't get right? Think about for a second here, and we joke around about it. We'll complain sometimes here in L.A. Live because they got these restaurants here. They got these grease traps that they yeah, exactly. that they eventually, <laughs> you know, got to clean out and everything else. And the place, not for a long extended period of time, but if it's for a half hour, you're coming in here and say, "Do you smell that?" I'm like it smells yeah. like rotten eggs. Yeah, it smells like smell the
3: porta
1: potty at the Rose Bowl yep. after four days.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: but this is what we're not having at least an issue with. Restrooms here. The only time we complain about the restrooms is that somebody's cleaning it. Like right. Think about that's they our complaint. They clean it too frequently. That's our complaint. <laughs> is that you sh- Are somebody in there again? She just cleaned it an hour ago. She just cleaned it an hour ago. <laughs> it's, always, it's always the
3: most inconvenient time. Well, too. we have
0: very specific breaks that we can hit, and yeah.
1: when
3: yeah.
0: that's being cleaned, it can be frustrating. Can you imagine adding... 55 more people to this office
1: they all weigh 300 pounds
0: all of them weigh 300 pounds and, <laughs> and then, just
2: uh, finished eating a steak
0: and then not even just a steak just <laughs> this thing could be that burrito yeah, that we were talking about earlier <laughs> and then we can't use our own facility or there's issues in the facility. have you ever worked yeah, somewhere
1: where it's been bad like that because i i have um not putting the finger on anybody houston but um our office there we, it was a shared space. So yeah. we were on, I think we were on the third floor. No, we were on the fifth floor. We were on the fifth floor, and we shared it with other, I think there was a law office. There It was a, it was a shared space. Yeah. And the, the bathrooms law office. were down the hall. And there was, you know, men's room, ladies' room. And building management just decided, you know what? We're not cleaning this up anymore. <laughs> and didn't. And nothing would get restocked. Oh, the trash gosh. wouldn't get emptied. It was a nightmare. And so now you ended up going down the thing into the subway at the bottom, not the subway train, the yeah. sandwich place that sells subway. Subway's bathroom was infinitely cleaner than the one in our office,
0: and it was, was going to get a cold cut trio it twice was a day. Awful! That's like you disgusting.
1: just, you, there was nowhere
0: to go. And look, sometimes you don't have a lot of options. Ugh. Awful. The only I, I didn't have anything that bad, but when I used to work at the Great Kennedy Recreation Center out in El Cajon. Um, it's technically they're also it's a park it's a it's a public park now even though the restrooms are on the inside of the facility the gates are open so Hmm. anybody that needs to use a restroom they go there well part of our work not that i had to go clean the 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 toilets or anything but part of the job was just making sure everything was just running smoothly (laughs) times i come to the restroom like i don't know who i go to here
1: who do i complain to
2: uh, also, so there's another one where the commanders, I think this was even reported at the time, but they cut off the cold water to the uh, visiting team. Like the commanders' facility is probably one of the worst facilities out there, and it has, you know, they have the sewage issues. Didn't they have a big things. chunk of
1: it fall off?
2: Yeah, well, that almost hurt Dylan Hurts, and that's yeah. also okay. Oh it's also might be a reason why they don't get to have as many concerts at FedEx Field because performers don't want to be there because that's why they need to have a new stadium. they I think, that they're on the way to get it approved. But there's also here's another one. And it may, it's not disgusting, but it is <laughs> odd. Um, I can't remember what team it was. I'll, I'll look it up in a second. But they were charging players. The Chargers. They, chargers. They, no, no, no. This is a separate one. They were charging players. If they wanted to travel and sleep alone oh, yeah. in a hotel room, they had to pay an extra $1,700 per game. Ugh. So, one, that's an upcharge on whatever that hotel That hotel probably isn't costing $1,700 a night. Hell no. Um, and, like of course these players want to sleep alone. They're professional athletes. the don't Bucks be, Yeah, the Bucks. What? They don't want to be sleeping in the same room with another 300 powder, you know? It's it's what they can it get a in my sleep. a college
0: dorm? <laughs> Flop
1: house. <laughs> They're staying in youth hostels when and they then, travel to play the Saints. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> and <then> these organizations <laughs> are Tampa being Bay.
2: sold for 4, 5 billion dollars? Okay, you have the money to pay for these athletes to sleep in their own hotel rooms. When you
0: guys are reading this, uh, for all for me, and maybe these these are just not things that I think about when it comes to NFL teams, all of these are surprising to me. Like I'm just assuming it's top notch. We go to the Lakers training facility in El Segundo, yeah. right? It's spotless. Do you think they got like, I, I don't feel like there's gonna be any of these issues at that facility this throws me off a little. Well, know look, this.
1: this is why the Lakers are one of those teams that you know they don't miss a trick with stuff like that, right? That when it comes to faci- I remember when it was being built, we went through and took a tour, and here's they the barbershop. Wizards, it, but yes, exactly. They, they definitely here's got a great the barbershop. Here's where you you know the the training facility. Here's where we feed the players. Here's yeah. where – it's like it just the kitchen. It, and, it, and, yep. it was it was immaculate and it was beautiful. And then the Chargers are in this report for saying if you want to leave your kid in the team daycare facility, yeah. we're going to need Fitty. Come on, fork it over. Which you is, need fifty bucks. Which is no, so but there's cheap more details. There's there's
0: details to this. There's a reason why Philip Rivers um, basically took advantage of the situation. <laughs> and yeah. Philip Rivers been charged. Philip, Philip Rivers. Rivers ruined it for everybody.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. They had a separate daycare for Philip. He yeah, look, he, he like
2: two hundred dollars a day. Oh. No, sorry, two hundred dollars an hour.
1: Each oh, kid. Okay. Childcare is expensive. Yeah. Daycare is expensive and i get it and that the even the poorest nfl player is making a wage that is 10 20 100 times more than the average American wage and they people that go to work every day have to find a place to put their kid that's safe that's all of these things and you got to pay for it so why should they be any different because of what emily said these teams are worth 5 trillion dollars if you want to leave junior in the ball pit for a couple hours while you watch film you should be able to do that yeah without having to leave a 50 on the counter 75
0: bucks right there <laughs> I think it's seventy-five for the first child and fifty for each additional (laughs) child. So So, seventy-five. Stop saying fifty. They give you
1: they give you a deal on kid number two. Jorge would only have to pay fifty for Gael, but seventy-five for Maita. That's right.
2: (laughs) Also, I do think that one thing though, um, again, some of the locker rooms are terrible Counting because pennies. they haven't been uh, you know updated over and over again. It's because the NFL doesn't have an incentive to upgrade your locker rooms and everything because you know players are professionals who are gonna go who pays them the most money and will get them time on the field as opposed to college football college football has to upgrade their locker rooms. They have to like they're out there. don't you genius. just want,
0: but don't you just want like a
2: nice, clean facility? period of course but the college football has to compete with other schools and they have to get their their locker rooms to be pristine because it's, it's, a, it's a it's a bargaining point against oh clemson if you if everything's the same but clemson has a better locker room i'm gonna go to clemson you but guys, isn't you it guys, the
1: same in the nfl because let I, I, and i hear you and i like the theory but here's here's agent the road. or something i'm a free agent mm-hmm. and i own the rams and Slee owns the raiders mm-hmm. and we both can offer him the same amount of money that we can both max this guy out, but you come through and I got to sit next to this other guy on a toilet that doesn't work and is poorly ventilated and I got to pay $50 to leave my kid at daycare. Or, hey guys, we got 200 toilets in. and we clean them hourly. Everything okay. is everything's <laughs> yeah. taken care of. Let's
2: take that as, okay, you want to play for the Raiders? Pristine facility, great locker rooms, amazing. You live in Vegas, amazing. We want to play for the Chiefs. At 31 on the list, you're going to go for the Chiefs, even not, if they offer the same amount of money. Not if the
1: Raiders are – if it's the same amount of money, sure you are. But if it's everything else being equal, the team is equally competitive, it, it could be the difference maker, right? The difference between going to Ohio State and Alabama. Everything is basically the same. You're yeah. going to go to the NFL. You're going to play for the national championship. You're going to be in the CFP. You're going to be on TV all the what time. What perk can I give it, to it, it's stand The, the little. one little yeah. thing that I can do better than you – I don't have to smell the other guy when he's in the bathroom. I'll take it. Have okay. you ever? Have you ever
0: seen in these? Uh, they got these when some of these college football facilities open up their new facility. Mm-hmm. And I think it was LSU at one point, and then LSU might have spent the most. It might have been LSU. I think it was Michigan. LSU. There's Alabama. You look at all these, the facilities, and that's part of their selling point. So I think, em, what you're talking about, you're right that this is a Marketing ploy to try to get to somebody. All you're asking for is if it's not that and it's not pristine. Can we just make sure the restrooms are working and everything else? I don't <laughs> think we're asking for like too much here.
2: At the same time, it's like what what incentive do the Chiefs have to fix their locker room besides if Patrick Mahomes is like, I'm not resetting. Yeah, I was going to no, say if Patrick Mahomes says,
0: fix the freaking toilet.
1: It's a good point. the The, the answer is. Be- and I know that this is never the reason anybody does everything. It's, it's the right the thing, right to. thing yeah. to do, and it's disgusting. Like it, I, I guarantee you, the Hunt family would be embarrassed if they knew that all of their offensive linemen had to smell each other. That's that's gross. That's that's a bad deal. Hey, you know what? Can we go down to Home Depot and get a couple of fans? Can we can we can we fix this? It doesn't seem like a lot. We just won the the Chiefs. Just the one thing that was crazy. They're like. The players were frustrated that the locker rooms had not been upgraded recently. You know what his excuse was for not doing it? Well, we went to the Super Bowl. There was no time to get it fixed. (laughs) What? We were too good? Your answer to why you can't fix the locker room is we were too good? There's some apps out there.
0: Literally, there's some apps out there that in like five minutes you could have a plumber schedule to come take care of things. If If you
1: are an NFL head coach with a good team, do not get off to a slow start. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.
0: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any, you know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely.
1: We've all been there.
0: Should we talk about that?
1: (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Do you want to start us off? (laughs) Whose birthday is it, Em?
2: Justin Bieber. Who's singing right now?
0: Happy
1: birthday, Justin!
2: Did were any of your kids uh, any believers? And Justin Bieber was is thirty. Okay. So, uh, yeah, was Kelly a believer?
1: No. Bobby had a brief phase where he had a haircut like Justin Bieber, and I <laughs> hated it. it. Everybody did.
2: Everybody did. Yeah.
1: It was, I, and he was like nine or ten or whatever it is. He's a little kid. And I, I was like, with Susan, I'm like, you really need to do something about that. That looks absurd. No, oh, it looks cute. I'm like, no, it looks absurd. He looks Which like Bieber, a Which Bieber, though? Like the- Like the long, blonde The mushroom, yeah. What did you call it? The mushroom? I, I don't know- Maybe I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what was was the mushroom is.
0: You're talking about when Bieber was
1: yeah. young, yeah. Oh, the swoopy so long you hair, a, yeah, that so you the swoopy long oh, yeah. hair,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Hold
2: on. My sisters were big believers. They are also big One Direction fans, and so they they loved the boy band fades. But they always got these cutouts of these guys, and they would scare me every time I turned a corner in the house. There was another cutout. Yeah, that swoopy, that one. Yeah. That's the
3: mushroom, right? Well, is that, that, that the mushroom? How, how does it look like a like mushroom? Like a helmet head. Yeah, yes. I was going to say, it's more okay. of like a, what is it, the yeah, bowl?
0: Head. Yeah, like oh, okay. they put coconut. like a bowl on top of your head and then just cut around. It's it basically was, what it is. Yeah, no, I don't need it.
1: Why did you go to the museum yesterday? Just for fun?
2: Um, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, take up some time in my day. And uh, I, I I like that museum a lot. I I'm surprised been you hadn't years.
1: been there before.
2: No, I had. Oh, okay. I, I, I went, and the first year is out in 2021. And when the main display was both um, the Hay- um, Miyazaki films, and then they had the Wizard of Oz uh as the main like things to see there yeah. um now it's the godfather and john waters take funches Honestly, I swear when she sent that
0: text yesterday, the first person I thought of was Funches. I'm yeah. like, Funches, you're gonna love the Godfather.
1: It, Godfather and John Waters, you said,
2: yeah. So, John Waters was the top floor, and then the Godfather was the second floor. Two
0: different genres,
2: yeah. But it's, it's, it's like you get kind of a little, and they also have Casablanca, like a lot of Casablanca stuff on so display.
0: Godfather and like Lion King, just like <laughs> as far off as you um. can get.
2: But yeah, if, if you're a, a film lover, it is an awesome place to be because they have both the super highbrow stuff. They have some lowbrow stuff. They have um, not everything is like a winner. And they have this one galley where they have um, the history of the Oscar ceremony um, on this one thing. But they play some iconic... Um, speeches given at the Oscars. So they show like Halle Berry's speech at the Oscars. They show That's cool. Steven Spielberg's speech for The Schindler's List. They show when Marlon Brando had the um, Native American woman come up and accept the award for him, and she was booed on the stage. Mm. Um, she she was up there to protest the like representation of Native American people in film and TV, and people were booing her. And so it's getting at the
1: Oscars. Mm-hmm. She got booed at Sheesh. the
2: Oscars. And so because she room. was talking to the Academy, Tough talking room. to TV and movie right. people, who was like, "That's us that you know did that portrayal." And so Obviously, now with Lily Gladstone potentially could, could win an Oscar, it's very cool to see the history of something that I followed pretty closely. Mm. Um, but the Godfather exhibit is really cool. They have the you know that'd be the, fun the theme playing in the background. They have the head that was used for the horse head. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of costumes. Um, they had the film that the camera that uh, filmed um, okay. Godfather. It, it's it's really really cool.
1: My buddy of mine got married. The house that the Godfather was filmed in is in Hollywood, and you can rent it out and and a buddy of mine got married there it was Awesome. interesting like oh. uh, on the grounds out there it was it was terrific um, it was just a great day
2: w- one of the pictures I sent you guys and Chris was uh, the Marlon Brando uh prosthetics yeah they put that. in his yep. lips and stuff which was yeah. very cool um yeah and they had like, the original scenes one of the coolest things to me was the they had the um, original panels that Hitchcock had done for the birds oh. so that opening scene you know where she's attacked by the birds or whatever they have the panels like side by side of like, how he originally thought about it how you go about script writing. It's a really, really cool place um, to go and visit, and I've been twice. And I think take
0: Funches. No, I'm, I'm taking him tomorrow before pregame. You imagine him going? Funches and like, I are going at one tomorrow. Pregame's at four.
1: Can we leave? Are we done? Like it'd be like taking a three year old to a museum. Like he just, you know, like you take a little kid, and they're almost always bored by this. Like can we go. Funches is like this is one of the great American movies of all time. One of the great pieces of American
0: art ever created. I never, still, never I seen gonna, it. Was, well, not even never seen it. I still love his <laughs> disinterest of like. Oh, thank you guys. I respect
1: his disinterest yeah. but uh, he should see it.
2: Yeah. Even if you are someone who you know I don't know I, I don't think this way but if you think that The Godfather is overrated or if you don't like The Godfather or whatever I think it's so important to understand the historical context of yes. it, how you make the movie why it is so important to so many people like the I believe in America the American Dream where the opening scene is he is talking about how he can't go to, go to the police he has they had to make their own mafia organization to protect themselves and I think that's that's really cool also one of the Thing uh, afterwards, they have like a little bar there where oh. you can go and order cool stuff. Usually, the drinks are themed around movies, etc. So, um, in the Oscar season, they have these drinks that are themed after um, the movies nominated for Best Picture. And I got the Anatomy of a Fall drink, and it has like it had like a snappy juice, which is kind of strange, but it was good. Um, some sort of like green apple liqueur, like and. It sounds crazy, but it sounds was really crazy. good.
0: Because when you you started with snap
1: peas, yeah, juice. I, I,
2: let, I, let me let me get the actual green
1: thing. apple. Okay, I'm listening. I'm yep. not there, but I'm <laughs> you, you you opened up with a yeah. I don't. Okay. I, and I like snap peas, but I don't need a cocktail that's snap oh, pea centered. H-
2: here it is. It's Kettle One Vodka, yes. uh, green chartreuse, chartreuse. snap yep. pea, and pineapple. Um, and they serve it though on Doesn't a this serve pineapple on a bloody. Hopes. They serve it on a bloody napkin. Which I think is another thing, too, because, you know, it's not of a Fall, it's about a murder, etc. Or not, maybe not a murder, maybe, uh, maybe he jumped, who knows. I
0: started, and it could have been just Emily texting us about Godfather yesterday, <laughs> but then I started getting in my YouTube feed mm. before this. But I just get, you know, small little quick clips. And the last one was the scene where um, Al Pacino, Michael Corleone, goes to uh, – he's in Vegas – and he's basically telling Mo Green, right? Telling Mo Green that he's going to buy, uh, by the casino. Mo, you don't come here. Do you know who that is that's Mo Green? He goes, you never go against family. And it was the, the clip was maybe two minutes, and it was like the perfect. I just want to go watch the entire of course. movie right of course. now. Of course, That's the all opening I need. scene
2: is fantastic. It shows you everything you need to know about his power and the, the theme of the movie. I think that I wrote an entire paper in college on the opening line of Godfather. It's like "I believe in America." Like, what does that mean about the Godfather? But
1: send it to Funches.
2: One thing that was cool, <laughs> they had he had um, uh, uh, the original script that uh, the original cast. He put it on a like yellow legal pad, and there were some names that were crossed out. Oh, Imagine being, mm. so you, oh. could, you could see who almost was cast in this role, oh, and it's awesome crossed that. out. So I don't know who they are, because they weren't cast <laughs> in The Godfather, but it's kind of cool.
1: Oh, that could change your life a little bit. Um, we'll talk about this more coming up at 11.45, but I wanted to, to kind of get into it right here, Slee. There are three heavyweight coaches on the sidelines that did not get jobs this cycle. Which we thought right?
0: were all going to get jobs, B- yeah.
1: One of them may be the greatest NFL head coach in the history of the sport, Bill Belichick. The other one is a multiple time Super Bowl participant and Super Bowl champion yep. and the 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 pillar of a long running successful NFL franchise in Pete Carroll. Yep. And Mike Vrabel, who everybody agrees is a highly competent head coach.
0: You didn't say Staley, but yep. I, did not I was gonna say i Brandon, Brandon Staley. And
1: Brandon Staley is also available if anybody <laughs> oh, would like be to, the DC to of do it. Maybe. Maybe. Could be. Um, If you are the coach of a team that has expectations, think Cowboys, think uh, Bills Bills is a good one, think Philadelphia Eagles, the New York Jets potentially, and you get off to a slow start and those guys are kind of knocking around saying, yeah, I'd still like to coach, you wonder if there aren't quicker triggers now. Adam Schefter was talking about this on a podcast about how the presence of those guys is going to make people pull the trigger much quicker than they might otherwise.
0: And specific to what you just said, good teams. Right. Right. So a coach like Belichick uh, could easily come into a situation if it presents itself and say, let's say Buffalo. Let's just use Buffalo as an example. They're not going to go coach some bad team that it's the Panthers or it's a team that's projected to win five games. Mm-hmm. But if you got a team where you're thinking to yourself, "Hey, they're now ready to win," but they got off to a one and two start or a two and three start—that's fast. I, and I, <laughs> so I don't know what the number you're, is. You're, yeah, but it has to be. I mean, how many games do you want to go before you bring in a new coach? That—that's. Let's do
1: that. Let's try to figure out how far you go into it before you say, "Look, I can't burn any more or- time off the clock before we make a change." That's coming up 11:45. Coming up next, Factor Cap. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.
2: Also, last time that I saw, I went to the Academy Museum. I went with a friend, and I like going to museums with my friends. Don't get me wrong, I do like going to museums by myself because then I can pace myself. I can do whatever I want to do. So I, I, I went as fast or as slow as I wanted to through every exhibit, and Mm -hmm. it was really fun. So
0: poor Michelle, I'm like jogging through it. I'm like, let's go. (laughs) It's like I haven't seen anything. I'm like, yeah, but we gotta. (laughs) Yeah, but we're here. Moving. Check the box.
1: We said we're gonna have food after. Don't want to feel like
2: the heat of whomever is behind you. Like, oh, just waiting for you. Go with her. You guys will. Going to museums is fun to go. solo, I think. So, um, uh, speaking of movies, I'm super excited about Dune Part 2. It uh, premiered yesterday. Um, mm. I have tickets to see it in a week. So, I have tickets to see it um, with my friend at the Universal City Walk in a week, but I'm honestly, I want to see it earlier. I got to be
0: honest <laughs> with you. I'm surprised you're waiting that long.
2: I it, It's taken a lot for me to wait this long, but she really wants to see it and whatever. I might go see it early
0: and then just
3: go see it and then see it again I, I'm
2: honestly planning to see it twice yeah. so um here's the issue though it's almost exclusively sold out at the theater that I want to see it at and I really want to see it on the biggest screen possible with the sound stuff anyway it's being very specific of me so I have two options of seeing this movie with a good seat 7 a.m or 11 pm okay tomorrow uh, and this movie is three hours long so keep that in mind as well. Uh, I know you're not going to go see it, Travis. Don't worry about no, it. No, this no, is no, no. I'm,
1: I'm listening. I'm listening.
2: <laughs> so I should go to the 7 a.m. showing of Dune Part Two instead of the 11 a.m. Uh, Travis, fact or fact?
1: Fact, fact for sure because you you get up early to go to work getting up early is not a big deal for you it's something that your body is used to you are engaged and alert and ready to go and i understand that doing it on a saturday or sunday i know you value your sleep I not ideal that. but but it's it's mm-hmm. a much you will be alert and awake and happy you have an entire day that you can get some stuff done do whatever you want 11 o'clock, and I know I'm talking like an old man here, that's the middle of the night and the movie's just starting and mm-hmm. it's a long movie that that movie doesn't end till 2 a.m. I get it. I'm the old man of the crew, but that, that sounds terrible to me. Even like if this were a movie I were dying to see, I would never do it late at night. I would certainly do it early in the morning. Al? Um,
0: was your question at 7 a.m., right?
2: 7 a.m. would be fact. 11 a.m. So, would be cap.
0: So- Fact for me as well, and let me add a couple layers to this. Get up in the morning. You're excited to go see this movie anyways. The The fact that you'd have to wait till 11 o'clock, I think 7 a.m., go get yourself a nice cup of coffee. By the time the movie is Scoop over, bagel. it's only it's <laughs> only 10 a.m. at that point. Now I mean you can go. me and the Dune in
2: popcorn bucket have the rest of the day to do whatever <laughs> I want.
0: <Exactly>. Now <laughs> you guys can go do whatever you want. Go get some brunch. Go get this. You want to go out for some drinks? Whatever the case is. I'm not... I didn't even know movies air that early. I didn't even know they're on at 7 Uh, a.m.
2: Just this, Dune is special because they are selling on everything.
0: Top Gun Maverick and Top Gun Maverick. (laughs)
2: Yeah, well, honestly, yes. But between
0: between the two, yeah, I don't even hesitate on this as well. I'd rather go to a 7 a.m. show than 11.
2: Uh, Cody,
3: I'm with the guys. 7 a.m. Then you have the whole day to yourself to do whatever you want with the popcorn bucket. You know.
2: Yep, me and the popcorn bucket will have a great rest of the day. I, I don't know if you, you
1: experience this or not, but when there's something that you're excited to do, like for me, for instance, I like to play golf, Right. Getting up at four thirty in the morning to make a six thirty in the morning tea time in Santa Barbara, it's not a big deal. It's okay. Because I'm excited excited to go. If you said you need to get up at 4 30 to wash the car, I'd be like, it's never gonna happen. But if it's something you're dying to do, it's not bad at all.
2: My friend also gave me permission. I didn't ask, but she said also if you want to see it like on the first weekend, like I'm still fine, like we can see it again. Can I ask a a stupid
1: question? No, No, of course not. Of course not. Why, why the urgency? Like, why do I have to see it right now?
2: Uh, Well, one, because my Twitter timeline is very specifically catered. Oh, okay. I get a lot of film stuff. And I she's excited. You've been
0: excited about that movie for a while, so I, it has to do with that, right? I'm assuming.
2: Yes. And I am. I'm. I'm I already know I'm going to see this movie multiple times, so why not see it early? I just, I can't wait because I, I don't want to get spoils. I want to listen to all the that. podcasts about it. Yeah. I want to be part of the the... <laughs> You know, energy conversation. It. Anyway, um, all right. So, also another personal thing. So, I have a bunch of friends whose birthdays are in March. I have about five, and these are all my best friends. Like, these are my friends that I will like. They will be in my wedding. I'll be in their weddings. I have like five best best friends' birthdays in March. And this morning, I was like, just being like, "Happy birth month!" And I texted them all individually or whatever. I, was, you know, joking. They actually none of them do that. That extended birthday thing so um, I was thinking I should make a group chat of all my March friends and have them all meet each other <laughs> Alf after cap actually most of them know each other kind of but not all of them yeah, fact
0: fact do it I think the fact that they're all I, I, I have kind of a similar thing in September I have a lot of family and friends that are all Hello, all have birthdays yeah all have birthdays in September uh, but fact on this one they should if they're all that close to you and they don't necessarily know each other, then damn it, bridge that gap.
2: Yeah, me and the Pisces and Aries get along really well. Trev?
0: I think it's cap, because A, you're talking about doing it on like a text group.
1: It's hard to get to know somebody (laughs) via text, right? That's a weird way to do it. And then the second layer of it is, when you cross the streams of friend groups, that can get weird, right? Because you you know everybody, and you know why you like this person, or that person, and that person. But when you bring those groups together, it can get very awkward very quickly. So, you can usually take one person from group A and introduce them to a larger group B, and it goes pretty well. But if you just have, here's A, B, C, and D, and no one has a connection other than their friends with you, that can get weird.
2: Right, right. Okay, Cody, what do you think? I'm
3: gonna, I was going to go with Alan and say, uh, you know what, for the heck, I'm going to say fact and just go for the craziness. Why not? <laughs> make it weird. Just make it Exactly. Yeah, just make it super weird. Everyone's yeah. going to be yeah. like, hey
2: are these, are these these
3: people are scattered across the country?
2: Uh, yeah, they're all, yeah. they're not in California, they're all over the place. I was going to say,
1: um, what you yeah. could do, if they were all kind of local, is throw like a birthday party 40. for all of them at the same time. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah.
2: I also have, yeah, some of them are in LA, all over the place, but happy happy early birthday, guys, none of them listen to this show. All right, so, um, okay, so I just sent you guys all a picture, so take a look at it before uh, you answer this question. Um, okay, so- uh, there's an article in LA Times uh, talking about Les Snead, and he's talking about you know what the Rams are gonna do with this offseason and all these things. But included in this LA Times article is what looks to be a dungeon of workout equipment in the basement of Aaron Donald's uh, childhood home, uh, where he you know got to be as big as he is, but also continues to keep up his um, routine when he's uh, visiting Pittsburgh uh, in the offseason. So. You would work out in Aaron Donald's dungeon workout room. <laughs> Cody, factor cab.
3: I'm gonna go cab. It looks like I'm gonna get hit in, in this. It's it's terrifying. From like the a picture. Godfather. It scene. looks. It literally looks yeah. like the the basement in The Sopranos. I just started watching <laughs> yeah. The Sopranos. By the <laughs> oh, way. Oh yeah, really? really? I just Whack started. Watching. Oh, I got a lot yeah, of questions exactly. for you. Okay. I feel like I could get whacked in there, and plus all the equipment. I mean. It, Equipment looks all right, but nah, I'm okay. I feel like equipment if I was looks in there 40 years old, but Ooh,
2: you get tetanus. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I was
3: with Aaron Donald, I feel like he would force me to work out. So yeah, I'd, I don't think I'd have a choice. All right,
2: Trev. Uh,
1: fact it looks like a scene out of saw it you know what i mean like they're getting ready to do terrible the lighting's bad there's a bunch of dark shadows where you can't get through exactly yeah enough. why is there
3: only one light in there it, it, one it, light.
1: it's like a bare light bulb in there that's very it's very sweeping too yeah right yeah.
2: but it burst to aaron donald we know and love
1: it it did and i'm not saying that aaron donald can't get in there and get strong as you know what but uh no that that gives that's giving off very very so you not come in here, no not way. not working
0: out there okay well, Fact. I'm gonna work out there only to say I worked out at Aaron Donald's gym, and I have no other reason. I don't even know what I would work out. Whatever he does for his body, my body can't comprehend or or understand.
2: And other NFL players can't even comprehend right. and understand. Right. But
0: it's only. It's literally to only say, yes, I worked out in Aaron Donald's.
1: That's assuming you get out. That's you may never come back <laughs> out again. I may not come it's the out. The Hotel again.
2: California of workout rooms. Um, all right, so uh, we said this earlier, but Dave Roberts uh, talked about uh, Otani, and you know that he wasn't really aware that Otani was married. So he said this quote. Uh, I'm very happy for him and his bride. As far as wedding gifts, we got surprised and didn't have much time to think about it. I'm sure it's en route regarding to the uh, wedding present. So, um, put yourself in Dave Roberts' shoes. You know what you would get Otani for a wedding present. Again, he's a guy who has it all. He has a bajillion dollars. Yep. You know what you would get him. Travis, factor cap. Fact.
1: Fact. Um- there, there's one of two ways to do this, especially for somebody that like Otani who is insanely wealthy and can buy themselves anything they want. There's one of two ways to do it. Something that's very personal to you and that you hope you can share that connection with. Like, I'll use this as an example. My wife and I went to this winery on our honeymoon, and we've had health, heart, and happiness ever since. We're hoping this bottle brings the same to you. Something like that, right? That it's, it's a personal connection. There's meaning behind it. He can buy any bottle of wine on the face of the earth that he wants, but mm-hmm. it's not about that. The other thing is something that as a married person that you didn't know you need that you end up using a lot. I got an example. A shop vac. It sounds so stupid- the shop vac gets used all the time. It can so it can vacuum up water, nails, yeah. sawdust, just normal stuff. I would and love to see Dave
0: Roberts giving him a shop I, I'm vac. I'm telling
1: you, Slee, I know you you think I'm making it up. It's one of those things that you never know you need and then you have it and you use it all the time. It's like it's an unbelievably and I would be shocked if Shohei Otani has a shop vac. Here you go, put it in the garage. You'll be shocked at how often you use it.
0: Al Um Cap, I'd have no idea what to get him. I mean, I'm, I've never been more confused about Shohei Ohtani. I would feel a ton of pressure that I'm going to screw this thing up. Um, I'd probably end up getting him like a Chili's gift card, $50, something along those <laughs> lines, and say, hey, this is from the bottom of my heart to you. The only thing I could really think of that would be kind of cool or unique is if Dave Roberts, working within the Dodgers organization, if there was... Some type of special thing that they can do that's very dodger centric that he might look at and say, maybe a historian of the game and say, "Hey, that's pretty cool that I have that. There isn't really a dollar attachment to it. That's the only thing that I could think of, but I'm getting some help from
3: other people to give suggestions. Cody. I'm gonna go cap. I have no clue what I would get. Maybe like a like he has so much money. I was good I was thinking of like what I would get somebody that. Go to a wedding and he was like maybe a toaster, but I was like toaster's good. <laughs> <Jeez>. Toaster's good. <laughs> maybe a new leather jacket. He's been wearing uh, yeah. that, leather he wear that leather jacket. He uh, does wear that leather jacket. It I looks it's good Hugo, on him. Uh, Hugo Boss. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> pretty nice.
2: Um, I heard the story uh, that Travis Kelsey was given this by Austin Swift, Taylor's uh, brother, and it was just a very specific, original copy of a video game. That Travis had mentioned one time. Perfect. Again, Travis doesn't need anything. Right. He's an NFL player. He has a bajillion dollars.
0: But he probably loves that gift. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. He really appreciated it. So it's again, it's it's the thoughtfulness rather than mm-hmm. uh, the money attached to it. All right. So um, there's this organization um, that is called the Next Fun Thing, and they do kind of single events in LA. They do, uh, you know, couple stuff. They they try to get people out of their house, off their phone to do things in LA. So this month they are trying to get um singles and their friends to do this thing. So it's essentially you pitch your single friend night. So you want to get like, so for example, I my, my friends would pitch me because yeah. I'm single. And they, they'd have a presentation to a group of people and saying, Hey, this is why you should date Emily. So you think that you could do a pitch for a single friend of yours. Al, Patrick Cap.
0: Hmm um i'll say cap in this i'll say cap only because i haven't done that so i mean i'm starting from scratch i'm probably depending a lot on michelle like i don't know what that will do i got a buddy of mine okay yep this I'm, I'm gonna try he's around my age if we're trying to i i don't think that would be my down my avenue i say cap on this one
2: all right trev
1: yeah i'd knock it out of the park yeah for sure you talk about why you love this person you talk about why you're friends with these people. You talk about all the wonderful things that you've seen them do for people that he cares about. His brother, his sister, his mom, his dad, his grandma, the people at work. You talk about why you are attracted to this person, not romantically, but just from a friend's point of view. That's going to resonate with anybody.
2: Absolutely. Totally. Cody? Cody?
3: to go fact I would do it with one of my friends that are is introverted and I feel like he'd be super uncomfortable but I feel like it'd be <laughs> such That's a memorable work? night yeah I feel like yeah. it it makes sense he's like very introverted he doesn't he's never had a, a he's been single most of his life so he I feel like it'd be fun to a memorable night for the friends that go out there and kind of like not like you know and embarrassing, you don't want to embarrass him. But, him. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. You want yeah. To, yeah, you're not. It's not. Yeah, exactly. You're like presenting. Yeah, you're presenting like it's like oh, this is like a hidden gem, guys. Right? Like, would yeah.
2: you be comfortable being pitched? So maybe I'll change that. Too. Yeah, yeah. That's so if a you're a different. single person, you would be you would sign on to be pitched by a friend of yours. And who would you pick?
1: I would do it if I were a single person, and I, okay. I, there's a there's a bunch of people I could pick. You know, they, mm-hmm. if your if your friends like and care about you and know <laughs> you, they're going to be able to sell you. They, they, but they need to know Can anybody who... sell a tawny? <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, no, no, no Ipe, Ipe, that's no, it. I was gonna yeah. say, Ipe. <laughs> Ipe and
0: uh, Bolello. that's it. I got a buddy I would be comfortable with. I got another buddy who's like absolutely not. Like I think it all Cousin just, just kind of <laughs> depends who. Yeah, couldn't sleep, man. No, I don't know about cousin Lee. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know if he's the right pitch man for that. Cody,
2: what about you? Would you be okay being pitched? And would, do you have a friend?
3: I would totally be totally into it, being pitched, if it was like a fun thing and if I was single, and I would have Allen do it. There we go. I'm in. <laughs> get
0: Alan
2: best to do buddies. Me. Let's go. There you go. He, he pumps you up every day. Yeah,
3: exactly. And then he would say, Michelle, Bring what do I
1: say about Cody?
0: <laughs> Write it down. Hurry. Send me a text.
1: When do you pull the trigger on a bad coach on a good team with big name guys standing over there saying, I'll do it. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. More Bieber.
0: Come on, bro. Is, is that who
1: yeah, this yeah, is, Beaver? This Bieber, Bieber bro.
2: The lyrics are yum. so good. They're like she got that yum yum.
0: They're touching.
1: <laughs> they're personal. <laughs> they're 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 deeply personal. All right, so we, we started to talk about this a few minutes ago. Um, Belichick, Carroll, and Vrabel did not get jobs in the most recent cycle, right? They, what were there eight and nine openings, and yeah. and none of those guys in we were openings. talking about. There were like four. Can't miss choices. Those three and Harbaugh. Harbaugh obviously lands on the Chargers and I think they're gonna be really good because they got the two things you need. You got a coach, you got a quarterback, the rest of it you can figure it out. That
2: didn't almost didn't happen too. Right. So okay, so I listened to Adam Schefter on part of my take um this morning and he talked about two things that I thought was interesting. One thing was that the that if Jim Harbaugh had gotten on that plane to go to Atlanta and had interviewed for the Falcons. That Mike Vrabel might have been the coach of the LA Chargers. So that's one thing. Two, Adam Schefter also talked about how.
0: Two pretty good choices.
2: Exactly. Yep. How the teams in the NFL this season might be very quick to fire a coach because you have Vrabel, Carroll, Belichick still in the market. That it almost might be like a firing spree early in the season, middle of the season. Whenever a great team starts to slip, people might be quick to fire their coach.
1: So what's quick, right? Yeah, I So it's a timeline. I, I think that's it. Let's pick a very specific example. Buffalo Bills. Okay. They've got an elite quarterback. They've got playmakers. They're good. Mm -hmm. But what they can't seem to quite get done is get Patrick Mahomes. That's been their their bugger Get in
0: line with everybody else. For sure. Mm -hmm. For
1: sure. They're not unique in that, but... Josh Allen is not almost done with his career, but the clock's ticking, and, and you're only going to get so many shots at this. Joe Burrow got a shot and didn't win the Super Bowl, but at least won the game. Pat, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes lost to Tom Brady. So you can do it, but it's hard to do. Say Buffalo gets off to an 0-2 start, knowing that Pete Carroll or Bill Belichick or Mike Vrabel standing there going, yeah, I'd like to coach again someday. Is that too quick to, to say, okay, we we got to try some new energy here? Do you have to get deeper into the season? Is Because 0-2 is just – 0-2 sounds quick.
0: It's Okay, 0-3. Why? Well, well, here's the problem with the <laughs> right? NFL. It's, it's pretty quick. Here's the problem with the NFL. If you're 0-2, it sounds like too quick. If you're 0-3, are you one of those coaches saying, I'm walking into a situation where they're 0-3? That the NFL, it's so difficult.
1: But there's a lot of good stuff there. Mm-hmm. It's not 0-3 that's the Carolina Panthers are 0-3. The 0-3 of the Arizona Cardinals where the Kyler Murray thing doesn't work and they got off to another bad start. It's it's This is 0-3, but jo- we know Josh Allen's good. The Buffalo Bills had a bad patch last year where it looked like they were not – and then all of a sudden they're the second seed. It
0: 2-4 too late? And, th- and see that's the other part and th- of it. that's I, I think that you probably have I don't think you're making a coaching change or if you're making a coaching change of this this kind of window that you have if you're past five games, that's a lot of the season and if
1: presumably yeah yes, I agree with you I got to come in I'm gonna implement my system. We're gonna do things differently. I got to try to change the coach whatever it in is the middle in, of the year and I got twelve games left to do it that. I need a whole off season. I need a whole training camp. I need to. We're, we're going to speak a different language. Or do you just think that just sheer force of personnel? I'm going to leave the coordinators the same, but I know how, we're going to make a little tweak Belichick. here. We're going to yeah. do a little different here. We're going to go about p- attacking this. That okay? We're we're not going to go from a four three to a three four. We're not going to do something dramatic. We're not going to do that. But. Hey, what we are going to do is we're going to make sure we take care of this guy. We're going to make yep. sure that – just that I know the secret sauce. Belichick's a perfect example. What's the line about Belichick? That he's really good at making you play left-handed. That whatever you really want to do, that's the only thing you're not going to do. I'm going to make you do everything else. He could do that.
0: The, the only – I think you know not every coach is created equal, so just use as an example – Somebody who's saying, I'm going to go bring Belichick in, is different than somebody saying, I'm going to go bring Vrabel in. Mm -hmm. Because Vrabel, as an example of the Buffalo Bills, if he came in because the Bills started out the season one and three, and Vrabel comes in, you know that Vrabel's going to be there for years to come. Yeah, it's
1: both short and long term.
0: Right? But if it's Belichick, you're basically asking Belichick, how many more years is Belichick going to coach? Two? Maybe. Three, okay, let's four, just use that uh, as an example. Not, and I, and I don't know. Not not forever. But your game plan of bringing Belichick would be obviously vastly different than your game plan of bringing Vrabel between those two coaches. Sure. So there's just the short-term and long-term. Vrabel, you might bring him in even if you're 2-4, and four, knowing that, okay, even if this season shot, Maybe we can, can save he can just get it. us to the playoffs? But even if he can't, let's just use him moving forward.
1: They should probably... Who's on this list? Dallas is on this list, uh-huh. right? Philly. Philly's on the list. Buffalo. New York. The Giants. Or the excuse me. The Jets. The Jets. Jets. the Jets. Because look, the Jets were bad last year, but mm-hmm. they were mostly bad because their quarterback yeah, play was quarterback. disgusting. They were built
2: around Aaron Rodgers. Right. And then with Aaron Rodgers out in thirty seconds. And there's
1: you know, I, I I don't know about Philadelphia, but let's use the Cowboys and the Jets as this example. There's a cultural disconnect there that just that seems to be missing. That they don't know how to put themselves over the top. Right. That I don't know how to win the big game for the Cowboys specifically. They get to the postseason and they just crater. Why? Bill Belichick probably knows why. Mm. Pete Carroll probably knows why. Mike McCarthy clearly doesn't. Jason Garrett clearly doesn't. Jerry and Stephen Jones clearly don't. I bet Belichick does. And he wondered if he could just come in and and fix it.
0: I don't need to do anything radically different. He's an interesting one in that scenario because there's such a win now. Right. There's such a just fix whatever our problem is. We get to the playoffs, we just can't do anything once we get there.
1: Yeah. It's not a talent issue. It's not a win games issue. It's a, hey, why do we keep freaking out? By the way, looking at you, Dodgers. (laughs) Right? Like why, Why is that last step the only step you can't take? Sure. Belichick knows how to do that last Pete Carroll knows how to do it Vrabel we think knows how to do it
2: do you think that there's only really a couple of coaches that are solid like you know if your team's not doing well like that could be re- that he, isn't it better he, than a replacement of here's Vrabel who has Belichick, no or, chance
1: uh, of getting fired next year McVay. Reed, McVay Shanahan Harbaugh Harbaugh were we done <laughs> I mean like putting to this, yeah. like Raheem Morris, for instance, they're not gonna fire Raheem Morris next yeah, year. There's sure. no scenario where that exists because they would have hired one of these other guys anyway. So taking those guys off of the table, only talking about guys that you think have a chance to be a pretty good team that you'd want that I think that might it, it's Reed, it's Shanahan, it's McVay. Dan Campbell, he's not
0: Dan getting Campbell fired. Dan Campbell's not year. getting fired
1: next year. <laughs> <laughs> year. That's another good one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dan Campbell's on the list for sure. Uh, the the dude from the used work for the Rams, coach of the Vikings, L- he's not, getting fired. O'Connell's not getting fired. Kevin O'Connell, and then there's
2: Lefleur, I think. So there's like Matt Lefleur and um and but
1: Zach Taylor, team. in the Bengals. That mm. is maybe. Yeah, really. That is a maybe. There's more on the list. I think. Maybe depends the how they start too. The Lakers are not going to fire their coach and hire Bill Belichick, but the Lakers should probably not need overtime they to beat the, the Washington Bullets. That or Wizards. Bullets. How old am I? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.